Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Well, I was going to sing a song, but now it's completely, I, never mind. I was like, welcome back to what? <laughs> <laughs> to the microphone. I feel like it's oh. been forever. I feel like it's been forever. Um, it's only been like two weeks, but you know, it is forever watching the last couple episodes of um, Happily Ever After. That I feel like it takes forever because nothing is happening for like, the like I literally watched three episodes yesterday, which is like six hours of my life, and it same like nothing happened, and the same argument happened between every couple across all episodes across like the entire show. You know, a lot like, of people are saying that. Do you think maybe they just didn't have enough material? Yes, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> did not have enough material. You know. Um, so let's start with the one couple that actually seemed like they got their shit together, and that is Oswelu and Kalani. So they talked and they decided that they're, you know, they, oh, he got in a car accident or something. Like I missed that part, but then I saw like the other part, like where she's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I like I, that made me realize that I could lose him and I really don't want to lose him. And, and you know, and I don't want to divorce him and all this stuff. So it like sort of reinvigorated their love for each other. And they decided to talk about the stuff. And then they went to the sex shop, like the one sex shop in St. George, Utah. And then um, he, he stepped up and was like, planned this like weekend getaway that was supposed to be just the two of them. But then she's like, well, I'm still breastfeeding the kids. So the kids have to come and my mom has to come, which is like, that's not really a romantic getaway but you know she's breastfeeding and you know whatever so so they had to do so it was the best they could do right until she's she stops breastfeeding but um i (laughs) so she was like really like oh this is so sweet that he's stepping up and you know and all this stuff like like this is what i wanted and then they get to like the mormon murder camp (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and she's like oh my god mom did you bring bleach it's like these cabins are really bare bones cabins and um i mean i don't know i don't know what's out there right um you know the idea the sentiment was very sweet and she made the best of it um she wasn't being like a total cut kick about it so she 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 rolled with the punches so i actually was not completely like screaming at them because you know she they they went they rolled with it and they had these conversations and they and explained like oh this is why i'm upset or this is what happens and and they like talked through their stuff and like they, they came to like a good place so like i was like okay this is pleasant <laughs> do you have any thoughts on uh Kalani and Asuelu. Not so much, except for it sucks to, for me to be so pessimistic, but it's like, ooh, one, one mm-hmm. trip, one moment, one one thing. Yeah. And if this is how far he has to go to constantly make her happy, I fear that it's just going to, you know, they're going to get back home and it's going to be, okay, what now? Do you think her expectations are too high? Like she's expecting too much from him or... 
No, I like, think I think her expectations are fine. That's what she wants. But I don't know if Asuelu has the energy to meet those expectations. Not that they're too high. They're just not attainable for Asuelu's effort. His but choice like, of effort. <laughs> to make him, to make, for him to make her happy, he doesn't need to like sweep her away to the mur- Mormon murder camp every, you know, but she wants she wants lots of maintenance, right? She wants. I don't roses think she and, does. I, I think she does. I think she wants at least to be reminded that he cares about her. But she likes it. I'm going to say her love language is probably through gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing, but I think no. it's through through gifts and um, what was the other one? Kind of like acknowledgement that the the love acknowledgement i love you constantly telling somebody that affirmation knowing yeah affirmation gifts and and showing it and he doesn't do either of those and what he considers to be a gift is the problem right i brought you a sandwich isn't that a fucking gift like isn't that romantic <laughs> and you're just kind of like maybe we have a huge disconnect here because well i feel like like i mean at home she just wants him to sort of step up and be a partner like, I don't think it would take a lot for him to meet those th- needs at home. He just needs to be told and explained, like, this is what being a partner is, right? Like, helping with the house or helping with the kids or things like that. So she, because she's talked about that m- repeatedly, right? That, like, she's always, like, she she gets up with the kids every night because she is breastfeeding and stuff. And that's a, that's a whole dynamic that's difficult, right, to deal with. Um, you know, when you are breastfeeding, you are the sole food provider for one of the kids. And then, but she's like, does all the housework and does this and does that and stuff. And she, he just plays video games and stuff. I feel like he wouldn't have to do that much at home to be a star in her eyes, right? Like do the dishes, maybe make dinner, you know? Yeah. She doesn't want to be brought a pizza because that's what her brother does. But like, maybe grab some cheap flowers at the grocery store. Like they don't have to be fancy, you know, just that you're thinking of her, you know, they're both young. Well, he was, he's young, you know, they're both like each other's firsts and onlys like to be in a serious committed relationship. Like I didn't know how to be a partner. Like he does, he's, he doesn't know how to be a partner. So I think he just needs to be taught. And like this big grand gesture was great. Even, you know, even if it, his, the execution of it was, maybe not the best she at least wasn't a, a dick about it so <laughs> i was happy to see that yeah and I, and i don't i don't excuse him because i think he's he's really mature and i don't think that that's just an excuse of culture but i i don't think maybe the love that she's wanting is what he grew up seeing as an right. example mm-hmm. so that that could be it too not that it's right or wrong it's right. just explaining why Mm -hmm. he probably doesn't feel like he's slacking off Mm -hmm. you know right right he doesn't know you know and in his his culture in in Samoa they you know the 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 you know he's talked about this before sort of the men do this thing and the women do this thing you know and so that that's also sort of his only frame of reference whereas she grew up we see we see her parents now you know and they seem very loving 
even now. So after how many years of marriage, so she obviously grew up with. And that's across the board, right? Families have different upbringings and Mm -hmm. some people think you're supposed to treat a woman this way. And some people are very Mm -hmm. wrong in how you're supposed to treat a woman. (laughs) Yes. And and, And sometimes it's what they saw growing up. I don't think that either of them should have to go past the middle to meet the other person's expectations. I think that they just, but they aren't meeting in the middle. There's like, I think Kalani is overextending. I think she's really trying to meet him where he is and that's exhausting her. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a fucking psychologist. (laughs) You're not speaking her love language effectively and you should read this book. Fuck that. I, I hate all that. I hate yeah. all that. But you know, in, in their case, it I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. They could have had fun at murder cabin spa lake, you know. <laughs> they did. Been I mean, a really, seemed... really good episode of 90 Day if they just turned it into like a murder mystery, like they found a skeleton in the backyard or, <laughs> There's or something. An and they have <laughs> to, to figure out like what like some kind of thriller, like wasn't uh Libby and some shit like that. Some thriller. Oh movie. God. Oh, be still and be still and wait or something like that. That sounds terrible. It's be still and and, and, some, no. and no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and wait. Be still bitch and wait. Um, oh <laughs> Jesus. Like the call is coming from inside the house. Oh, I got um, but yeah, oh, I think yeah. that could have been more fun. I would have watched a whole hour of that, like Kalani and mm-hmm. Asuelu both doing ghost hunting and shit. Like that would have been <laughs> funny. I liked their interaction together. I found that I was really enjoying when they were both, you know, like they're 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 like them at the sex shop. Like they were like interacting and they were, you know, like and neither of them are experienced, right? Like they, you know, they were each other's first and stuff. So none of them have, you know, I don't know how much porn or whatever their frame of reference is. Although Kalani did say that Asuelu doesn't believe in masturbation. So I'm not thinking he has a huge porn collection, but them like looking at all those different options of things at the sex shop, they were like, I love their interaction together and the the way they were. So you can kind of see like what their base is, right? Mm-hmm. And like they, when they were at the murder farm or not the farm, that's a different couple the Mormon murder cabin they were you know and she's like drinking her drink straight out of the bottle and you know and he's like I want to I'll try it and she's like don't drink that much you're gonna oh you know it's just like it was it was cute seeing their interaction I feel like we don't see that enough with any couples all we see is their disagreements and their arguments about stuff and so it was kind of nice to see them enjoying each other I agree but that was like maybe five, 10 minutes out of the entire six hours worth of show that I watch. (laughs) I know. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. 
My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. Um, since you mentioned our Libby, so family Libby, uh, the course of the last couple episodes, we saw them go on a yacht and her go to blows with one of the sisters. And then we saw them get on an RV and start driving north. Um and all we and then then the, them arguing constantly, constantly more argument. It's, it's the same argument that's continued. Like Jen never gets tired of saying that Andre is taking advantage of Dad, and that's it. Like that's the entire storyline at this point. Um, I don't have a ton to say about them except for that. Like when we they left us at this most recent episode, like. Andre had missed had missed the turn because he's arguing with Jen and he's like, Jen, get off the get off the RV. Let's go. Like, like, was he gonna like fist fight her outside the RV? Probably. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, there's not I don't have a ton to say about them because their story is so drawn out and boring and stupid and fake and completely fake. Um, since they all really get along just fine um i don't but know do, do, they? do they still for the most part yeah yeah they do they they just they they do this for storyline although i will say the fight between becky and uh libby on the boat was it becky yeah becky i think i said jen earlier i meant becky um the fight between them on the boat seemed real like libby seemed legit pissed and going after her um and so i mean i'm sure they fight anyways like i don't think they're the most happy-go-lucky family i'm pretty sure right right it had to have come has they have to be a base like a a root of somewhere for this for them to draw on right but Mm -hmm. i mean i'm just like i don't know like the thought of getting on an rv that size which, you know, admittedly is a large RV, but there's like 45 people on it <laughs> and their children. Like that was giving me like, I was getting like, you know, secondhand claustrophobia and like smelling like what that must smell like with all those people, you know, getting all like hot and sweaty and gross and just like crammed in there like sardines. Like, I no. Just no. Like, I would love to get an RV and drive around the country. Like, that'd be fine. But with, like, two people, not with 16,000 people like they had. It seems a bit excessive. Just a bit. A little bit. <laughs> Just a tad. Yeah. 
Um, and I happen to know that um, from a source close to Camp Libby that um, Father Chuck, Daddy Chuck is the one that sold that storyline to TLC because they were trying to come up with stuff because COVID and because they didn't really have any real stuff. So he said, well, hey, you know, my dad lives up here. Maybe we can do a whole family thing. And and TLC's like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, so this, this was his awful idea. Yeah. And he's just, you know, and he's just- Is, is that why he's like, kind of like trying to be the star of this season? I was just going to say, like, he- <laughs> He's very like excited he's, because yeah. the show, all of the show, the the boat, and then this, it's like, it's all, it's centering around his business and him and his, yeah. you know, going to see his dad and, and all this stuff. So he's very excited. He's just pleased as punch about. Pleased as punch. Oh my God. <laughs> about this being focused around him. Where, where did that come from? Pleased as <sighs> punch. Is that Southern? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I really don't have much to say about them. Um uh I think that's the I think that's the podcast title. I really don't have much to say about them. Yeah, no kidding, right? Okay. I feel bad. I'm like, sure, yeah, next. Um next, there's nothing to say about them. Let's talk. Um, there's there's quite a bit of chatter. I posted about this on my Instagram last night because um about Tiffany and Ronald. So they're still having sort of their same, you know, they, whatever, the, their slight variation on this, the theme is that, you know, Tiffany went to her dad and said, can you still spot? He, he, pa- you know, he's passed the, the visa part. He needs to do the interview. Right. And can you sponsor? Cause you know, she just still doesn't make any money or whatever. Right. And despite, oh, he's got a gambling problem in this history and all this stuff, but I love him and it's fine. And so she's like, which this is a whole separate thing, but like, she's like begging him to like sponsor him when she was just at a divorce attorney, like, <laughs> like the week before, right. but whatever. And so she had, I guess, relented and decided to go to South Africa for like just in December or Christmas or whatever. Anyway, so she takes the kids and they go. And so he decides to, oh, instead of having Daniel sleep on the couch, I'll build him a room in my garage. Okay. So he literally builds this room. He puts up some drywall, gives Daniel this room. If you look and on Instagram, you see some of the pictures of what it is. Um, um, I think it's it, Kyle from the Cry Cries put up a picture. And I swear to God, this thing looks like a prison room. But it is a room. Um, it's not a room by official legal standards because there's no window and you have to have like a, whatever. Well, le- legal, legal wear. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so <laughs> he, <laughs> there's he, probably perfectly fine. Yeah. So he builds a room, um, sweet gesture. Cause he, his whole goal is to make them happy and comfortable his family there so that they can see themselves moving there in case he bombs his interview. So she, you know, but then you know, she's said she's not going to move. And then, <laughs> so I posted about it, you know, that he's going to like force them to stay. Um, And I know other people posted about it too, but then other people were like, okay, I liked him until that. Cause like, it was really sweet gesture of him to like build the room for Daniel and try to do this. But then he's like, I'm going to force them to stay. And oh, by the way, I don't change poopy diapers because I have a wife for that. Discuss. Um... (laughs) I don't, 
like him. So I feel like my opinion might be a bit skewed, but I don't really like her either. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's harsh. That's mean. I, I think that <laughs> like their circumstances different, right? Like she's raised their kids. She had an opportunity to be there with them, but it was dangerous. Mm-hmm. He managed to make it. He's still alive. He's still okay. Mm-hmm. But it was too dangerous for them to be there. I mm-hmm. understand that. Yeah. I also understand doing things on my own as a single mom. Yes. And that shit drives you nuts because you're mm-hmm. thinking, well, the other person has it like this. Not that she was a single mom. Right. She was like, mom, but essentially that- out here, she kind of that function, right? Like mm-hmm. right. you could be there digitally, but that's not. It's not the same. same. It's not putting the kid to bed at the end. Yeah. Right. Until we can use teleport technology, it's not, <laughs> not going to fucking cut it. You know, um, it, but a lot of people were saying also that, you know, he's a father. He has a right to be in her in the kid's life, you know, particularly I, Carly's. I think he but he should be more eager to do it. I think his attitude of like, well, I'm still not going to do anything. I think he should have been eager to help. Mm-hmm. I think he should have been eager to pick up and say, you relax. You've done this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but instead, he just it didn't so that would that would ultimately fucking piss me off like right it would be dangerous for him (laughs) seriously right a little bit um (laughs) like like, oh no i told you it was a dangerous area (laughs) (laughs) is ronald gonna have a mysterious accident we were robbed (laughs) You know, like, <laughs> like maybe this is where we get our murder mystery. Oh right? my god! Like, not, is, is I, he, I, I think I'm on that path. I'm thinking like 90 Day Fiance, um, I rub- channel <laughs> collapse. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. I love yeah, it. Some shit like that. I used to watch so much Idiot, but oh no, no, I've been watching this for too long. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't express my my morbid thoughts usually. Um, <laughs> But I would, I would just strangle him. I would yeah. Just, and, and, so, and I, you know, I go back and I go, how much is it? How much of it is for the camera? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. does he have to keep this persona of being the the absent dad? You know, the asshole who can't mm-hmm. even get a job for himself and take care of himself while she kills herself to take care of all their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to be the storyline. So for me, it's hard to get over that, you know. Right. right. You know, we, we are the the broadcast however so, <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't i'm not able to like take it like a regular yeah viewer but at the same time, we can't, it's hard to t- turn off the right the fraud i know that part. i know that's like the bipo- bipolar feeling it's like well you know you're yelling at your screen saying it's not real yet you're watching it and yelling mm-hmm. at the screen because you're upset even if it's not real it's like <laughs> i'm still I'm still fucking pissed off <laughs> right um speaking of pissed off um <laughs> Can we talk Angela and Michael? Michael? We can always talk Angela and Michael. So I know I've seen a lot of chatter about people are getting tired of Angela's like over the top reactions and all of this, like this, this role that she's playing, right? This ah, laughing at herself and all this stuff, um, which, you know, I was frankly sick of the first episode <laughs> um so people are really starting to get over that and stuff and i think 
you know, we, we saw more of her, is she going to quit smoking? Is she not going to quit smoking, you know, for surgery type of thing. And so we saw that get a little bit further, you know, at least she's trying like hypnosis or something. Um, but then she went right back to smoking because Michael's stressing her out. And this most recent episode, she like, it like went to a whole new level where she's so pissed off at him because he had said, he says in the bit we see with him, he says he was pissed off at Angela basically for doing all this stuff and not really consulting him, not, you know, as the man of the relationship and all this stuff, which, you know, she's never really abided by that. So I don't know why he thinks suddenly she's going to like kowtow to him. Oh, but my foot down. I know. Right. I'm the man. Angela, I'm the man. Um, but she, he decides to give her the silent treatment and she just gets pissed and more and more pissed. And the longer it goes on, the more pissed she gets. And so she has created this narrative now in her head about how terrible he is and he, she's going to divorce him, but she wants to track his phone first. So she goes to the, this computer guy, I guess, I don't know who he was or whatever, but that poor guy, Claudio, and she was like, um, you know, I want to track his phone. Here, let's call him right now. And then she gets in this whole fight with him, with the poor guy watching. And then she's like asking him like his advice, like he's a marriage the counselor. And he's like, dude, I'm just fixed computers, you know. Um, personally, my thought is that like, well, you know, she's and she's going on about how selfish she is and she needs him and all this stuff. And it's like, no, you're okay. You're the selfish one. You've always been about you, 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 you've never really cared about him. At least that we've seen, right? We don't know what we don't aren't shown, but we know how Angela treats him and stuff. And it's, in my eyes, it's like he finally just got sick of your shit and he's not going to put up with it anymore. And now this is the consequences of that. So maybe you just need to like slow your roll and figure that out rather than amping things up and saying you're going to divorce it. Like she's just adding fuel to the fire, which is completely unhealthy relationship d- dynamic with both of them. Because if he's mad at her about this, stuff, he needs to tell her. And if she's mad, you know, she needs to talk to him about it instead of just like letting it simmer and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. So. um, Do you think with all the surgery, she's disrespecting him? Well, I mean, he has expressed that he feels it is kind of disrespectful. Um, I don't know if it's the surgery itself, although there is a component to that because culturally, you know, he's not used to that kind of thing, whereas we are a lot more conditioned to it. Um, But I think the bigger issue with him is that, you know, she just decided to go ahead and do this, right, without really discussing it with him. And then they talk about the cost of the facelift surgery, but my guess is that she's not actually, she actually wouldn't be paying for it. Um, much like the. Well, um, either that or either that or sometimes you can find. They, they might have, they might have paid for it for her. You know, I but. There, there was a lot of celebrity in that, but. Right, exactly. Like, I think with like the weight loss surgery and stuff, like, you know, she does lives and stuff with him, you know, it's. And, right. and, and there's nothing, there's anything wrong with it. Um, but they're making it into the storyline that I think is is false, right? Um, and that, you know, her spending that kind of money without consulting him, just assuming hypothetically that it's real, and that is a real issue. 
I think he has the right to be pissed because if he's saying we're combining our finances and she's spending that kind of money without consulting him, I do think that is sort of disrespectful to the relationship. You know, whether I personally agree with that, with that dynamic or whatever, you know, um, it, it is irrelevant, right? Like it's, if, if that's what their expectations I kinda, I kinda are. Dive, I'd say I kind of dive into, it reminds me of a, and I, I don't, I don't want to run off into a tangent, but like 600 pound life mm-hmm. where when they start losing weight, the guys are freaking out. Right. It's kind of a mix of that. Like, I think he really, really liked who she was. I think he just likes big, right? I think Mm -hmm. a lot of guys in Africa are okay with big. Right. Um, And she's making your health super skinny. So kind of like, yeah, he's in love with her personality, but the attraction to her physically might be fading because that's not exactly his type. So I would guess... Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's like most people would be like, hey, he's a dick. You know, you should love her for who she is. If she want, want her to be healthy. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's kind of a, a mental thing, too, where he might. A component. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of that. Yeah. That's, That's just my two cents. But no, I, I would agree because he has said that, too. And he, he loves her big boobs. And he, you know, women getting breast reduction surgeries and weight loss surgery in, in his country, are that's not a thing. Like, people don't do that there. So, right. you know, yeah. And then he, he likes her for the way she is, or she, the way she was. And he's said that before. He likes her, the, her body, the way she is. He should have threatened is. her and said, I won't let you eat chocolate off me anymore <laughs> if you get that surgery. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, so, I mean, there's, there, there, the relationship is, it, this is like such a, like a, a microscope on, like, like it's a, a magnified view of like all of the problems in their relationship and that like Angela does what she wants to do and how she wants to do it. And Michael's always just sort of taken it and, um, right. And and that's always how it's been. And now he's and, not and getting and getting threatened mm-hmm. if you know, well, I'm just gonna stop the visa process or fine, we can just break up and you know, kind of dangling his his hopes of right coming to America on a string. It's always been what it is, it feels like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then and then like, you know, if he's dares not answer his phone or whatever, then she gets, oh, I don't trust him. And he's off doing things he's not supposed to be doing and all of this stuff when she's like flirting with her her plastic surgeon and this guy with the computers and, you know, and I'm saying all these things that if Michael did any of this stuff, like he'd get his ass handed to him, you know, and he has to apologize with cake and all this stuff. Um, but like. I, I wish that he would have, exp- instead of just giving her the silent treatment, just like explained this to her, you know, like, this is how I feel also about like the other couples on the show and you know, when they argue and just explain like, look, this is why I'm mad. I'm mad that you did this because it made me feel X, you know? Right. And I mean, that would be, com- that would be, that would be communicating. <laughs> I know, I know. Night A Fiance is not about communicating. I know, I know. These that's people are so dysfunctional. They're so dysfunctional. I can't. Well, that's, I why, can't. that's why we watch though. I know, I know. That's why we watch. Mike and Natalie. Oh, Jesus. Natalie and her, your mom called me a hooker. See, and again, this is the same, same situation in that, 
she interprets things in a certain way. Like she keeps saying his mom disrespected her, right? So she's taking this and and, and multiplying it times a thousand because she feels that by mom, mom making a suggestion, hey, what have you thought about being an interpreter? She takes that as being this literal suggestion that she not just like not even a suggestion, but like a commandment that she has to do this. And that means giving up her own stuff. So she's like taking this to like the nth degree, right? Um, she thinks her mom called her a hooker, which uh, no, nobody <laughs> can seem to agree that happened, right? Like nobody thinks that actually happened. Or like maybe she said cooker or, you know, who knows what she said. Um, but then... Natalie is making it about this. Your mom disrespected me. And my mom says, I don't, which was the whole, my mom, he says, I don't have to talk to you and I shouldn't talk to you. And I, I, why are you disrespecting me? And I can do what I want. And I can, you know, you know, that's, it's not fair that I, you're, you're trying to stomp on my dreams that I went to school for. And it's like, no, nobody is doing that. Right. Like nobody is saying that. No, you know, she made a suggestion of perhaps you can be an interpreter while you do, you know, prepare this other stuff or whatever. And Natalie take it in a completely different way. And again, takes that to the nth degree. Um, and and it looks like Mike is finally like calling her on some of her shit. Um, well, they're also making it seem like Mike is struggling and that she has to pick up the slack. Like I know taking on an extra person costs money. I get that. That's mm-hmm. like, yeah, no. Yeah. But she's acting like, Mike is hurting. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, he's, if you don't work, you guys are going to starve to death. You need to at least find something to do. Like that's right, like the, the right. sense of urgency. I don't mm-hmm. kind of understand, especially since don't, <laughs> I don't understand, I guess I, why it's so urgent. Yeah. I, I don't either. But she gets a job. She should get a job, but it's not like yeah, and people don't want to be an interpreter. I personally don't think that she would make a good interpreter. No, personally, no. And that's just my and that's my fine. professional opinion. Yeah, and that's fine that she doesn't want to do that. But it, I don't think. I mean, Mike's mom sucks for a variety of reasons, but I don't think her suggesting that had any ill intent. It was like no suggesting it, no, but pushing on it. Did yes. she? Do you feel like she? Pushed I feel on like it? she was being a little pushy. Okay, all right. I've I've had a pushy, not mother-in-law, but I guess it would kind of be like I don't know. My okay. boyfriend's mom was kind mm-hmm. of pushy like that, and it's like suggesting it once, sure, but continuing to bring it up, it's none of your business. Like, yeah, it's none of your. Like that's enough. Okay, thanks. Thanks for your, your fucking business. It's really none of the mom's business what she decides to do as a job. Right, right. Right. So it's kind of like you can, we can fucking brainstorm together, but I don't need you investigating or uh, what's the word? Like, like Natalie or uh, Brandon and Julia's mom making the appointment at the. Um, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Hold the fucking scope while the guy goes in there with the like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about them real quick. Um, the comment I have about Brandon and Julia, it's like, okay. So Brandon does need to stand up to his parents and explain that he and Julia, now that Julia's in his life, it's it's sort of a thing that he wants to live out on his own and that's okay and stand up to his parents. But picking this party issue, this joint birthday party slash celebrate your wedding party is seems like a really bitchy hill to choose to die on 
right? To make it about that issue. Like I get it in the sense that they specifically asked them not to do this and then they did it anyway. Right. But it's a party in the grand scheme of things. That's, I mean, maybe it was the straw that broke the camel's back or maybe they're just complete assholes, right? And and whatever, I don't know. Because I think, yes, they were trying to do something nice and it's a party and, you know, it's really ultimately not that big of a deal. And was this the issue you wanted to push the principle of the situation on? I thought that was kind of a dick move. Push, there was, there's plenty of other things that you could stand up to your parents about and have the same conversation without being a dick with all your family and friends around. And they were really just trying to do something nice for you. Yeah, that one's hard. If I ask for something and you don't listen, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, yeah. And I get that. I get that. But like, was this the whole... I like, I don't care, but that's, but that's what happens. It's it's the, I was, I was, I was just doing something nice. I was just doing Mm -hmm. something nice. I was just doing something Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. It's like, at some point you got to stop. I asked you not to do this. So stop being nice. Stop, stop. (laughs) Your version of being nice is not what I want. Yeah. I get that. Because you're doing it because you want to do it for us. Yeah. And And he finally, he finally realizes that, right? Like she's, she's like, or he, he says something about like, she's making this about her. And it's like, oh, you just realized that <laughs> like she's always been making things about her, like right. Mother's Day and the wedding and all the other, you know, whatever, whether like they take it personally that he wants to move out. Well, before Julia, he never wanted to. Well, right. yeah, it's a different situation now. He wants to live and he doesn't want to take over the farm and he and Julia want to live off on their own. There's nothing wrong with that. And and they that's the conversation they need to have. And no, he doesn't want the murder farm. Um, so, well, and of course he wants to start thinking of things like moving out when he gets a wife. Cause that's common yeah. sense. Like that's yeah. usually what people think to do. Mm-hmm. They don't just pull out the double wide in the basement. They try to move <laughs> on. Yes. Agree. Absolutely agree. Um, and, but everybody on the show, everybody is complete assholes. I think the only redeeming character on the show was the rat that natalie and mike adopted oh my god (laughs) which all the memes (laughs) i know (laughs) i'm sorry the poor rat oh um but i think the memes were funnier than the show yes yes definitely i absolutely agree um send us your funniest ones if you see if you see good memes out there um we do like to share them check out um kyle's with for the the room <laughs> i don't think i follow him i should I don't it's think I go him. i going dot kyle oh at, to check it out i think it's at going dot kyle yeah um he po- he's been posting some some funny shit um that's kyle of uh the cry cries um, i think i think i had to close him when the last time i saw was like a mozzarella cheese ball oh we know what that was (laughs) a sweaty mozzarella yeah i was like all right i'm triggered by (laughs) (laughs) i'm leaving (laughs) oh lovely oh man (laughs) um so yeah that's that's like three weeks worth of the show wrapped up into a half an hour of us bitching about it and that tells you everything you need to know about this show right now um i did watch love oh, after lockup i watched love after lockup on friday new season I, starting oh my god so good um this shit was epic it was no, absolutely no, was epic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a match art production it's on we tv friday nights 
a lot of the same audience that watches 90 Day watches Love After Lockup. There's a lot of great Instagram accounts about it. Um, I know Starcasm has a bunch of spoilers on a lot of these couples, so you can go see them um, on Instagram if you want some spoilers on the couples. I personally do not because I am just enjoying watching it, and I think it is absolutely fantastic, and I cannot wait for Life After Lockup, which comes in August, which follows some of the same couples from the previous season. Um, and that, even though I didn't watch it when it was on, I caught up on it on like the reruns and the marathons and stuff that they were showing in the run up to this so the season. So it was fantastic. Um, highly recommend. Um, the other thing that we have to tell you guys and make this announcement now is that we will be shutting our Patreon down this hopefully it's a temporary thing but we have no immediate plans to reopen it at this point um those of you guys who are members of our patreon you know how difficult it's been for us to get episodes out um and it's just at this time we're not able to put out the kind of quality content that you guys deserve so with that said we will put it on pause on hiatus on the Patreon site um, for, for just starting in July. Um, and um, that shouldn't charge you. And that gives you guys the opportunity to make sure that like, if you want to cancel or whatever, you can do that. Um, so we, um, we don't have to, you know, try to deal with refunds and all that, that kind of stuff. We're trying to get, give you guys plenty of notice that, but I think if we do a pause hiatus, I think there's a way for us to do that on the, the site so that it won't charge you. I think um, so. Just want to give heads up so people can can cancel. Because I, I do it when I go, oh, I meant to close that one. And then the first mm -hmm. rolls by and I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I messed <And> I, up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so that's so um, unfortunately, you know, we we didn't want to have to do it, but but really, it's just it's just we're not putting out the kind of content that you guys deserve. And, um, you know, if you're paying for content, you should have quality content. And we're just not able to 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 meet that need at this time. Um, and then I'm running off to get married next month, uh, less than a month. It's like 20 something days. I'm leaving in like two weeks. It's like a whole thing. Lots going on. Um, I've been crafting up a storm. I'm in my craft room right now. It's crazy. Um, I'm doing all these little, little things for the wedding. Um, and um, yeah, but we will continue. You guys will continue to hear us over here on the free, the free version. Um, and um, right now we're trying to do the every two weeks putting out a show, but just because there's nothing to talk about that, you know, we can't do every week because there's nothing to talk about. Um and you know we'll see what it's you know what happens going forward and as as the they roll into other seasons and stuff and um i also want to say that i did not have not gotten any gossip from the tell all filming that happened last two weeks ago um up in new yeah, york yeah there's like yeah there's like little bits and clips going around but like nobody's nobody like, either wasn't yet. that explosive or there wasn't anything worth yeah yeah, exactly. Nothing. Nobody's talking yet. I haven't so, gotten anything. I'm so we'll hoping see. we'll see a way to get people to. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we get anything before it airs. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, if you like us, uh, make sure you hit subscribe. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all we got for you. Um, we are the broadcast, and we're dumpster diving, so you don't have to.
Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.